Welcome to another episode of Ed's Up, sponsored by the Southern Early Childhood Association. Ed's Up is a podcast all about children and those that care for them. Hosted by Dr. Kathy Grace and Dr. Kenya Wolf with the Graduate Center for the Study of Early Learning at the University of Mississippi. Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Ed's Up. Yeah, I'm Dr. Kathy Grace and Dr. Kenya Wolf is here with us. And we're going to have a very interesting conversation today with Dr. Lillian Hubler-Tobin, who is the founding director of Time to Sign. And so uh, we're so appreciative of you giving of your time today and would like to ask you, first off, tell us what Time to Sign is. So Time to Sign is my brainchild. I founded this organization out of need. Uh, we teach sign language for early childhood development. So people say, oh, is it just sign language? No, it's geared for early childhood development practices. And we started it because a lot of the children, especially my youngest child at the time, was having difficulty communicating. And when he was going to the preschool environment, he was very, very frustrated. And that turned into aggression, uh, hitting, temper tantrums, and a lot of errant behavior, which, by the way, was very hard on me as a parent. So I, at, at, at that time, I did not have my early childhood degree. I went and I was the parent taking my child to the preschool, and that was over 25 years ago. And then uh, what happened was, is I ended up being uh, taught some signs to use with my child. And my child went from the difficult child at two and a half years old to the most amazing child graduating from the program at four years old, going directly to kindergarten. And so um, everybody asked for more and more signing. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're close to Value Dev. We can do some signs. But I said, no, no, no. We need to gear it for early childhood with all the early childhood practices, storytelling, games and activities. So I ended up starting this company and I went and got, uh, I received more sign language instruction at Gallaudet and I went and got my early childhood degree and we together, my ex-husband and I founded this company and uh, we have a nonprofit side and a profit side and we have been teaching for over 20 years. And um, a lot of our programs have been developed directly with the deaf and hard of hearing uh, communities. We have curriculum, we have everything from one book to curriculum. And our program also is in English and in Spanish and in science. So it just is just a great company of teaching sign language for language literacy classroom behavior management, and social and emotional learning practices for early childhood. And we have programs from birth to school age that directly, you know, works in the different areas of learning for those different age groups. Well, thank you. Um, So it sounds like signing really helped your child. And can I ask, your child is typically, was typically developing So are your programs for children who are typically developing or for all children? Many of us haven't heard of signing with children who aren't hearing impaired. 
Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. My program is for all children. And the reason is that my I am trying to make it mainstream to use sign language for early childhood because it develops a lot. Let me tell you just quick thing about the benefits of sign language with a typical normal child. Now, my son is a typical normal child. After he had tubes put in, he was able to hear a lot better. He was just having a lot of ear infections and things like that and was hindering his hearing. So what are the benefits of tip of signing with a typical child, uh, learning child? It's a two-side of the brain activity, just like music. It comes on your creative side and it moves to your language side. So he adds more synapses to the brain. So it's a cognitive development of your, um, of language is active learning is kinesthetic learning and auditory. It creates the connections and guess what? It builds the brain to the point that on average, children that use sign language have a 12 to 15 point IQ points higher than the children that don't use sign language. And just the same thing with music, children that learn how to play music or learn how to uh, use music, they also have a boost. Sign language does create that same type of boost and it stays with them for their whole lives. They did a study that showed children in elementary school uh, taking those academic testing exams and they score 17 to 20 percent higher than other children that you know because of the sign language boost so it is a boost uh it accelerates speech and language it enables children to communicate their wants and needs very very early in life which allows children to learn language and communication much, much earlier. Uh, enables children use for understanding concepts better because you're actually doing things with your your whole body as opposed to just what you're saying and your speech. And, you know, one of the things that I love about it, it is very easy to learn. 80% of signs are mnemonic. And so they are a, a representation of what you are trying to convey. So it's very simple and easy to understand. It enhances children's confidence and self-esteem. This is what happened with my son. You know, he wasn't able to communicate, so he was withdrawing. He didn't want to talk to anybody. He was he was hurting his peers because he felt that he was so different than other children. When he started using the signs, even though they did not understand that what he was saying, they actually saw the sign and then they would say the word. It was, oh, you're hungry. Oh, you're thirsty. Oh, you're tired. Oh, you want to go do this, whatever it was that he was conveying. And that made him have more confidence. And then his speech just really accelerated from there. Uh, enhances, you know, memory. They remember the signs a lot better, just like we remember music. Same thing. They remember the signs better than the spoken word uh, for classrooms. And uh, it's just a lot quieter and more effective classrooms and children's control. I mean, children can have better self-control. They can uh, be taught signs to express their feelings much quicker. It reduces the noise levels. Some of our kids, especially in the classrooms, if they're too noisy, they don't tend to do well. 
Uh, so sign language is a great way. And children with ADD, ADHD can benefit from sign language because it helps them to visualize what they're trying to do and give them that that time to self-correct and self-adjust. So it's a really good, and um, and like I said, it's just a really effective way to understand one another better. Our children uh, from technology after after the year 2000, they show that they have lesser attention span because technology has made it faster. Everything is done quicker. And so our children's attention and receptiveness that way is not as good. Sign language actually helps you pay better attention, slow down a little bit. So it it helps with that. And so it's just a great language and it is a real language and is being taught in high schools, is being taught in colleges, and it is the third most used language in the United States. Well, You've given us a whole lot of information, and it was great to hear all of the things that you mentioned. But let me ask you specifically, is there an ideal age or a time to begin teaching signs to to young children, and how should that be taught? Oh, thank you for asking that. I started signing with my youngest child at the time when I first started this company, who was two and a half years old, and it worked really great for him. My youngest child that came along after that, I started using from birth. He was already signing at three months old, four months old. So all I'm asking parents is whatever you're saying to them, use a little sign language with it. And what you're going to see is every child is different. But if you ask, you know, if you start with an infant and you say, oh, you want to eat or you're hungry or you're thirsty and use the signs for that or we're going to change your diaper. Oh, you want to get up? Are you tired? Are you sleepy? Whatever, whatever you're saying, if you can add a little bit of the sign language, you are going to see the child start using the signs, especially for things that they want. So. It, it just some kids pick it up much quicker than others, just like some kids talk faster than, you know, earlier than others. All I'm saying is start with the basic signs and keep adding to it. As a child gets older, it's great to use sign language for concept understanding. It's great to use sign language for storytelling because the kids can actually understand it better. If you have school-aged children and you want to use sign language, absolutely. I only learned sign language into my 30s. So, Anyone can really learn signs anytime. I encourage that if you have a young child to teach them some sign language, it is a great way to help them learn to be a better focus, better retention and understanding. I use it with school-aged children for fingerspelling. When we fingerspell words, they mean better for our brain. And what we found is there was another research done that if you have a school-aged child that has to learn vocabulary words for English, one of the things that sign language helps is that they get to see the letters better and they understand how to spell better. One of the, uh, the research shows that High school students are horrible spellers <laughs> in some ways. And sign language really kind of helps with spelling. Uh, when I had my preschool, kids love that. So anytime, as early as you, when you learn it, use it. Great. So it sounds like there's so many benefits. However, I have actually heard some people 
are concerned that using sign language could cause a speech delay or some kind of language delay. Um, what would you say to someone that maybe is interested in this, but is also concerned about that? Thank you. Um, one of the reasons that that has come about is because when sign language, and, and, and like I said, it's been, it was used a lot more with um, special needs children and deaf or hard of hearing, you know, 25, 30 years ago. And so the children that were exposed to sign, uh, sign language at that time either came from a deaf parent or they had speech delays or they were not communicative to begin with. So a lot of folks thought, oh, they're using sign language so, and they're not talking. But that had nothing to do with that frame. Um, one of the things that is being researched, studied, and shown time and time again is that typical learning children that learn sign actually speeds up the language. It makes it faster for them to start talking much earlier. It's just the way it does. And the reason that they can speak faster is because they're doing the sign and the sign is triggering more communication and more communication is triggering more understanding. And then words come out a lot quicker. Um, the other thing that uh, there was a study done by Dr. Marilyn Daniels from Penn State. She did a, book, uh, a complete 19-year study from typical learning children and and, and this was um, two-year-olds and up, I think it's uh, two to five-year-olds. And what she showed is that children that were exposed to sign language early, they had a, a much higher level of communication than other children, and their speech was much more accelerated. Thank you. Well, in terms of uh, parent education around signing or for teacher education, are you finding that there are more people who are interested in using that particular strategy in teacher education, for instance, in early childhood teaching of people who want to be teachers or for parent, parent education? Are you seeing more of that in the mainstream, if you would, so that there is an acknowledgement about what you said in terms of an overall developmental boost? Thank you. Yes. What I've seen when I first started this company over 20 years ago, there was a lot of training and talking to folks about it and, and education about why sign language in early childhood. What I have found in the past, I want to say 15 years is that it's become majorly mainstream. Everybody wants to learn a little bit of sign language, especially with the infants and toddlers. Everybody was using, and there was other companies that came out, out there, sign with your baby, uh, signing time, and, and, uh, and so on. So it's become more so. Now, what I am finding, my company is, to be honest, uniquely higher level than a lot of what's out there with signing with babies and things like that, because we are more in the education field. And so we are called upon to do a lot more training in the uh, early childhood education programs around the country. We work a lot with Head Start, early Head Start. We work a lot with a lot of the uh, large childcare chains. And so we are the primary provider of training for early childhood education. And yes, 
uh, it's become a lot more mainstream of, of people using it. And we make implementation of sign language extremely easy. And of course, we cover all 23 areas of learning. So is there a certification that someone who maybe is that's in early childhood could get? Or is it more of a professional development? How does that work? So sign language doesn't have a certification unless you go, you know, when I, when I went to Gallaudet, there was areas that you could major in, you know, just like any university. And it was like deaf education, sign language interpreter, sign language teacher for education in, in an education field, like teaching ASL 101 or ASL 201. But for sign language as a, it's just language. So there is no certification that way unless you're going to be a professor at a university teaching sign language. Uh, oh, ASL, sorry. Um, for what we do and what's out there for early childhood education geared for, uh, for early childhood education, the only certification programs that I've seen, to be honest, our certification program and our certification program is more about teaching it correctly to early childhood educators and being able to use it for uh, CEUs or early childhood or in service hours. Outside of that, it's really professional development and at this, you know, for teachers to use it in the classroom. Well, we are fortunate enough to have a child care resource and referral center here on our campus at the University of Mississippi, and we have ordered some of your materials and have included those. Are are there specific types of materials? Not that you're going to self-promote, we understand that, but some ideas that parents might want to use or people that are going into early care and education that would be good resources to obtain so that they could pursue this, as you said, particularly with infants and toddlers. Our website is timetosign.com and it's www.timetosign.com. And we have a lot of resources for all areas of learning, whether it's families, parents trying to learn it. Our learning guide is still the best book, you know, for learning because he has the birth to five years was science to teach how to teach them. And I had to put it together because there was nothing like it out there um, that went developmentally for a typical child, developmental milestones and games and activities to go along with that. So we developed that. So that is a great resource to begin. We also have it, you know, for all those savvy parents that are online, uh, we also have it as an ebook. I know how it is, okay? I'm still old school. I still have to have my book. But, you know, anybody that wants the ebook is there. And then they get that with a Dropbox link with a lot of video learning. Uh, because a lot of times people don't use DVDs anymore. So we have put together how to sign every sign in the book in a video format already done. So that's a great one for parents. Uh, for teachers, you know, our newest program called Teaching Sign Language for Early Childhood is the best one because, again, it has the milestones from birth to five years. It also has all the lesson planning for the classroom, whether you're working with an infant, a toddler, a preschooler, a schoolager, 
It's all done for you. What science to teach for any topical area of learning, whether you're learning, you know, foods or you're learning family science or you're learning basic science, it's all there. And then it comes with an area when you're working with special needs children, you know, children on the spectrum, you know, is is more geared towards communication or, you know, different areas of learning, whether it's classroom and behavior management. And then you have a lot of cool songs, games, and stories put together on that book. And you can check that online. Again, it comes with a Dropbox link with 12 pre-recorded lessons already done by me as I'm working directly with the children. So uh, they can just put me on a screen and I'll teach it directly to the kids or they can learn it and teach it to the kids like it was me. So it, it depends on them. But we have a lot of resources and a lot of free resources. We're nonprofit. So we have a... um we have a YouTube channel that has hundreds and hundreds of videos for early childhood from stories like brown bear and hungry caterpillar or to, you know, just things out there, signs to use for different stories. Um, we signed the big bear hug. We signed the kissing hand. We signed a lot of cool stuff out there. So, and then we have a lot of songs and a lot of games. And then we also have signs for individual learning, whether it's manners, emotions, picture schedules, and stuff like that. And that's free. So, you know, we just want to share the gift of sign language with as, as our educators, because what we find is educators use sign language in their, in their classrooms. They're going to have quieter, more attentive children, calmer children, better behave, better communication, all around, which is going to make it a fun, amazing experience in the classroom. And it just it's just something else that we need to have. We need to uh, keep our teachers happy. We need our more and more early childhood educators. And I find that with the pandemic, we lost some in that field and we can't do that. We need to retain them. And so the more we, we can help them, the better. And sign language is another way to really help. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful review slash new information uh, for me. And uh, we're just very grateful that you've given us your time. When we are able to have better communication in person, perhaps you could join us at another event, maybe here in Mississippi at some point in time. But we thank you again for your time. And, uh, we look forward to if you have any email uh, information that you want to send to us, we can put that up with our write up about you. So people would have a link they could go to if they wanted to find out more about what you do and how you do it to everybody else. Hope you have a good day and we will be back soon with another episode of Ed's Up. Thank you for joining us today for Ed's Up. If you have an early education topic you'd like to discuss, let us know about it at edsup at olemiss.edu. The Ed's Up podcast is a production of the Graduate Center for the Study of Early Learning at the University of Mississippi. The views and opinions of podcast participants are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the university, its employees, or any affiliated entity.